Okay. Um, it's taking me a little bit longer to get things set up. That's why I have the background music. So you have, so you know I'm still here. I don't know if this is gonna work or not, but we're gonna give it a try. Okay, so I'm gonna upload the video. And this is on Sydney Powell. Flashpoint. I'm Gene Bailey. Glad you're here. Well, remember, this is the program where we don't doubt in the dark what we heard in the light. And we're so glad for a wonderful program tonight. Got a great panel. It's been a long time since we've been on. It's only been a week, but it feels like it's been a long time. I know that you're like you. I've been watching the news, seeing what's going on, looking forward to it. Well, we've got a very special guest that will join us in a little bit. Uh, attorney Sydney Powell is going to be joining us and give us what she can talk about on the air and let you know. You don't want to change that channel. You want to be part of what we're going to talk about. Now, we all know this is now so much more than just an election. What's going on in our, in our system, in the election process, it's so much more than whatever we've been seeing happening. And I want to introduce our panel right now, that people that are here. Lance Wallnow. Hello, Lance. Mario Murillo Hello. and John Graves. Gentlemen, welcome to the program tonight. So glad you're here. Uh, we've got a lot. Sorry, first off, did everybody have a good Christmas time? Oh, yeah. Uh, amen. Good. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, it's we, memorable. <laughs> I, I put on my customary Christmas weight, and uh, we're going to be taking it off at no time at all. Yeah, this is why there's always a fast in January, is to get rid of everything. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Uh, all right, so listen, we want to tell you, if for some reason you're watching us on YouTube, uh, and or if you're watching us on some other social media, number one, we want you to share. Share, 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 whatever you can. Share it and make sure we're all apart of your social media but if you for some reason you don't see us the best way is to go to the website govictory.com slash flashpoint govictory.com slash flashpoint that's hard to say slash flashpoint okay so you want to make sure you're a part of that of course also on uh rumble you can look up uh rumble.com slash flashpoint as well and we're there and we're uploading those videos slowly but surely they're coming available on rumble as well well listen Special event is coming up, uh, coming up in our nation's capital on January 6th. And listen, I want to play this video, but the President of the United States has, States has asked you to be in attendance. If you can come, you can be a part of the wild protest. Watch. That's going to be good. That's January 6th. 
you can make it, it's going to be outstanding. There you go. Stop the steal. Join in Washington, D.C., wildprotest.com. That's what President Trump called it. We want you to be there with us. All right. So tonight, the future of America's freedom, it hangs in the balance. We all know now this is much more than just an election. If the American people cannot trust our national institutions from the executive branch to the legislative and judicial, we've lost far more than just the Constitution. We have cast aside the greatness of our founders' desires, courage, sacrifice, and unquestionable wisdom, leading to the realization of the greatest nation in the history of the world. Now, prior to the 2016 election, nefarious villains, FBI agents, and others within government actually set in motion methods by which they would attempt to defeat, impeach, and do whatever was necessary to destroy President Trump, if and when he won the election. It's hard to believe that some bureaucratic agencies back then, now not so hard to believe, were established, which were established to help protect our freedom, but become agents blocking us on freedom. Not only that, but individuals and agencies committed to overthrow the election results found wholehearted, unwavering support by the mainstream media. They refused to report or acknowledge many undeniably positive achievements during President Trump's entire team term. It's a difficult, it's difficult to imagine something happening like this in America. Land of the free, the home of the brave. The agencies commissioned to protect us became agents of corruption. They spent four years using their power to examine the leader of the executive branch, the president of the United States, with the intention of destroying him. Never have we seen such an assault with so many agencies as what we witnessed unwaveringly for four years. Members of the legislative and judicial branches claim it was like a it. search for truth. But the truth revealed that the accusations were ill-founded, unsustainable, and just That's plain right. wrong. That's right. Now we're told over and over from media outlets and social media platforms that claims of voter fraud in the 2020 election are baseless and unsubstantiated. Twitter flags every article alleging voter fraud and even stories about allegations of voter fraud. And don't get me started on Facebook. Despite this relentless media campaign, there's now a plethora of evidence of fraud. This evidence is far more robust than anything the media used to keep the Russia collusion hoax alive for years. The most visually sensational evidence of election fraud is the time code security video footage from the State Farm Arena in Georgia. Democratic poll workers sent home, Republican poll watchers and members of the media claiming there was going to be a break. Before the Democratic poll workers stayed behind and later when no one was watching, the security footage showed them pulling cases of ballots from under a table, which one of them had set up earlier that morning and began counting again thousands of ballots for hours. In the midst of all their assaults, the nation prospered because proven principles were put back in place. With the exception of the pandemic, our nation has been blessed in every possible way over the last four years because of principles that line up with the biblical truth that we all know and have been historically confirmed. When following those principles, the people are blessed. When forsaken, the consequences are damaging, even devastating. So, 
Why can't the legislative representatives and the judicial system examine the recent election and commit to prove that it was honest? Convince us. Or if, in fact, the proof is there that it was not honest, even fraudulent and deceptive, then show it to the American voter and right the wrong. Otherwise, the American people will sincerely ask, well, why do we need to vote? When will the system even prove that our will and our opinion even matter? American citizens need to know that we can trust the process. It's not just about the candidate. It's not just about Trump or Biden. It's about the truth. How can anyone who loves America, who claims to love God and their family and hold faith and freedom in an important place, not demand that we discover the absolute truth? If there were ballot dumps after the polls were closed late in the night and they kept bringing in thousands of votes, swinging the pink. I recently spoke with Edward Snowden, a military contractor who revealed government secrets and now lives in exile. Did Snowden do the... I'm going back here. Swinging the pendulum against all the historical trends and related statistics, why can't we see proof that they're legitimate votes? Have you ever wondered that? If we can spend four years trying to prove accusations to be true, why can't we now pause long enough to examine the concerns, questions, accusations, and even signed affidavits of people that risk their own safety to seek the truth? I'm asking, prove to the American people that the outcome actually happened. Those of us who love faith, family, and freedom deserve to know. And those who are out to hurt our faith, our families, and our freedoms should know that we know. All of our intelligence agencies understand the importance and the reliability, the reliability of statistical impossibilities. The extremes in this election should cause everyone to pause and seek undeniable truth for the sake of the future of voting and the confidence in the election process. We must, did you hear me? We must settle this concern. Stop the sheer nonsense. Let the truth prevail. America's future depends on it. So with that, let's get started. I want to start with you, Lance. Uh, Lance, what are you seeing now? Are, are you encouraged? Are you? Where do you see everything happening right now? Well, I just want to say that was a very nice monologue there. I enjoyed that, Gene. That was, that was, it's just good stuff. I'm so glad we got good that recorded, guys. I hope you got that so we can play that back. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, so so what? So you but you you brought up a couple of interesting uh, points in, in what you said, and one of them is these legislators. So the real key here is what the heck is going on with the legislators? Everybody wants to talk about Mike Pence and what he might do at the January January sixth certification. And listen, if Republicans send to him their endorsement of right. uh, of the electors. And he is in the awkward position of having to overturn them based upon hearing evidence of widespread corruption, which he already knows has happened. Well, why didn't the legislators meet and do that? You see, that he's, we're in a very awkward situation. We've got to understand reality here. But here's the nasty truth. 
The reason the legislators aren't saying anything, the reason why Governor Kemp and the governor of Arizona, these guys are knuckleheads. They're Republicans. They have aspirations. of They have greater visions of glory in the future. Uh, they're looking forward to this governor in Arizona wants to be a senator. The senator over there in Georgia wants to be the president. And I'm telling you something. They're listening to the, to the dummy establishment consultants in Washington. They're all in their own little thought bubble world. And the only thing that's going to pop it is the vigorous, muscular expression of the populist revolt that rep is represented by 75 million people, 35 to 40 million of which are Christians and evangelicals who are tired of seeing the corruption and imbecility of their, of their own party. So these legislators are being, I'm telling you right now, they're hearing the wrong consultants and they're being pressured by business. In Georgia, you've got uh, the big businesses threatening the governor saying, we'll pull out of Atlanta, we'll pull out of here if you don't play ball. Don't think for a minute that the corporate guys uh, that, are, that are in the money game in this aren't putting the squeeze on the legislators and on the government in these states. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. You know, let me get, John, I want to get you uh, in on this. How important really is uh, Georgia in all of this? Is, is this really that big a deal to Senate right now? We know, and I, I'm not just lobbing a softball your way. I mean, uh, I mean but is it really going to change anything? It's it's epic, uh, and I don't use that word lightly, and here's why. The Democrats control the House, although it's the tiniest margin since 1910, which is the good news. They now, unless the fraud can be exposed and the people in the legislature and the courts do the right thing and overturn this election, Biden will be in the White House. If those two Georgia seats are lost, the Democrats will then control and Kamala Harris will be the president of the Senate. And you want to talk about everything from religious freedom to pro-life legislation to uh, economic issues. It doesn't matter. They're all out. They'll pack the courts. They will add two different D.C. and Puerto Rico to the Senate. They'll have four liberal senators and it will be a shift dramatically. And they can do that on day one. Yeah. All right. It's very serious. It is very serious. Okay. And, and can I add this? Yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, but it, it's not too late. You can, you know somebody in Georgia, tell them to go vote. The last thing that needs to happen is Christians to stay home. The last thing that needs to happen is to stop praying, give up, don't get involved. And you said it best. If there's fraud and everybody's going, people are asking the question, why bother? Right. Well, why bother is because we do the right thing. We're salt and light. No matter what the darkness does, we can overcome it. Yeah, amen. All right, well, that leads me right here to Mario Murillo. Mario, in, in light of that, uh, you know, we're seeing record numbers of Christians bailing out. They're, they've left the faith uh, yes. and that God's going to work this out. I, what are you seeing? You know, I have a word for all that. We're at a moment that I think of General Patton, who did one of the most astonishing military acts in history. And it's funny, I was writing a blog about this on December 26th. Eisenhower asked Patton, can you relieve the trapped soldiers in Bastogne? And Patton answered him and said, I can attack in 48 hours, 100 miles away. I can march 100 miles, 48 hours, and attack with two divisions of soldiers. And Eisenhower said, be serious. And Patton responded, I am. And he did it. He took men that hadn't slept, hadn't eaten, 
turned him around, marched him 100 miles up a mountain in sub-zero temperatures, and they attacked and relieved Bastogne. Now, I want to tell you, that's where the church is. Somebody, we need a patent voice in America right now. We need somebody who will shake these Christians and realize this. Listen, the answer for you is not to go lick your wounds. But right now, you need to understand this is so much more than an election. This is so much more than in four years we can do it again. Our basic freedoms have been removed. Your freedoms. You are condemning your children to a darkness you cannot understand. The idea that we must push the brakes, come and bring this fraud to a screeching halt, it's not negotiable, it's not debatable, it's not changeable. So how did Patton do it? And then with that, I'm done. He did it by first telling him, this is the actual situation, boys. And I don't know what he said, but to make them march 100 miles in the snow in sub-zero temperatures without food and without sleep, he must have convinced them. Somebody needs to shake the church in America and tell them this. I don't care what it takes, how long it takes. We cannot accept Joe Biden. We cannot accept this voter fraud because the basic truth of government of the people and by the people and for the people has been removed. If you have elections that are not free, you are a third world country. You've already been taken over. We have been tacitly invaded and conquered. So somebody, I wish that I had that gift of Pat. Somebody needs to shake the church to its core and tell them we must act as a unit, a populist movement, and we must do it now. Amen. I agree. That's good. Good word. All right. I want to bring in our special guest via telephone, Attorney Sidney Powell. Attorney, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much. I'm honored to join you. Okay. uh, 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 Sidney, we, we are looking for hope out there and i know you can only talk about some things and we want to respect that but what is it you want to tell to the the good people of america the bible toting conservative christians that are looking for something to happen give us some hope well i think everybody out there listening now needs to stand up and make their voices heard i just caught a little bit of the person speaking right before i came on and i agree with absolutely everything he said but i think one of the things that needs to happen immediately and i I would like to see it happen this sunday is for absolutely every church in the country to open up and everybody go and take their masks off if they want to or not but open the church doors and go to church everywhere across this country. They cannot arrest 75 million Christians. Right. It's good. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Attorney Powell, I have a question for you. Uh, as far as President Trump retaining the presidency and this whole election debacle that's happened, what are the viable paths that we have now to see that happen? Well, there are multiple cases pending in the Supreme Court that has done nothing with. We have four states in play on our petitions for emergency mandamus to ask the court to decertify Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia because of all the massive fraud there. We have filed documents on each of them. You can go to defendingtherepublic.org to see the documents, including the exhibits and the evidence that we filed with each one of those cases or the website Kraken. K-R-A-K-E-N-Wood.com, which is a news aggregation site that Lynn Wood and I started to 
try to get the truth out to people and Twitter will not even allow you to link that website in a tweet and they, they shut it down the very first night. We got 100,000 followers the very first night. We set up the Twitter account for it and told people it was there. So they shut the Twitter down and they shut down the, any ability to link that website wow. on Twitter. All right, we're, we're going to get that uh, website put up there so we can make sure our uh, viewers can see that and, and of course, go to that. Another, another thing is to, I think everybody needs to start getting out in front of the homes of their state legislators and making it clear in the swing states that they want those elections decertified. The electors for Biden should not be uh, allowed to participate in the electoral college vote in any way, shape, or form. We've also filed a lawsuit against Vice President Pence in his official capacity because we want to make sure he knows and the law is clear that he has the authority to reject any electors at all under the 12th Amendment to the United States Constitution. That we just filed uh, last night late in the Eastern District of Texas. Congressman Louis Gohmert is the plaintiff along with a number of uh, Arizona electors uh, for President Trump. And the fraud everywhere is just so outrageous. I'm pretty sure they ran the algorithm to flip two points of the votes from Trump to Biden almost everywhere across the country. Certainly they did it everywhere on Dominion. There's already a a published report from the Antrim County, Michigan investigation, the only place we were allowed to examine the machines that show that that's exactly what happened. And the vote in all the Dominion areas was 5.6% or so higher for Biden than any other areas in the country. And that would be attributable to that algorithm. I think the algorithm may have been run on other systems, too. It's not just Dominion because they all use the same software mm-hmm. and, and can do the same things. That's right. So it, states it, that think they are solid on right. other machines may, not, may very well not be. We just don't know. And I think if they did not have something to hide, they should allow the audit of any machines anybody wants to audit, frankly, anywhere in the country, because we're supposed to have open, transparent elections in this country. Federal law requires that the voting records and everything respecting any kind of national election, all those records be kept for 22 months under penalty of going to prison for up to a year and being fined in a criminal prosecution. And for people to have destroyed any ballots or any records, that is a a one-year penalty. Yeah, absolutely. The reason we have that is because it's so important that our elections be completely trustworthy and transparent. That's a hallmark of the rule of law in a free society where it's supposed to be one person, one vote, one citizen, one vote. So let me ask about January 6th. Everybody's talking about that's the big day, uh, you know, with Electoral College. What if things don't get, is that really the end of the, the path or is January 20th even the end of the path? If we discover that there's much more fraud and it finally comes to light and we're actually, people are actually listening to the cases, uh, is it possible that President Trump would be back President Trump after January 20th? Or is it really, is that kind of our hard cutoff date? Well, it's, it's definitely possible because the Supreme Court can do what it wants to do, but it gets more difficult the longer it takes. The, 
president has all the authority he needs now under the executive order that was issued in 2018 on election interference from a foreign power. There's so much evidence of that. We put out a 270-page explanation of all of it, and, and it, that's published now on kraken-wood.com and defendingtherepublic.org, and I think probably at sydneypowell.com, too, trying to make it as available as we can to people so that they can see all the incredible evidence of foreign interference in the election. In fact, the FBI and the CISA agency documented it. It's just unbelievable. Right. John Graves, I, I, I want to pitch this over to you, John. I know you have a question for uh, uh, Sidney Powell. Yeah, to me, Sydney, uh, what happens, I know it gets harder and harder with each one of these. Let's say that some, um, on the 6th that what Pence does is sends it to the two chambers. They debate for two hours. And uh, can more evidence come there because the courts lack the political will to let people see the evidence? Can one senator get the evidence out or are the McConnells of the world going to quell this? Uh, I, I wish I knew uh, all the answers to those questions. There are so many different possibilities. Vice President Pence should simply refuse to accept the illegal electors, the electors from the states in which there was demonstrable significant fraud. And if he does that, then it would have to go for President Trump. Yeah, so, but at that point, it splits between the two chambers. They debate for at least two hours. But if there's very few senators stepping forward in this case, uh, do you think, because there's a lot of opinions out there, Pence has the authority with these dueling electors to say, look, they sent dueling electors here. We're just going to disqualify them all, which immediately triggers the 12th Amendment. Is that a possibility the way you see this working? Well, I think the possibility is that he has the actual ability to select the president himself by virtue of disregarding Jeez. the illegal electors. Right. So yeah, Jefferson did that. In 18. fact, Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson did that uh, when he became president. He was actually exactly. vice president at the time, as I recall, and then counted the electors. Georgia was involved, himself. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. So what about Vice President Pence? Um, I, I know that on this network and Christians all around the world, especially here in America, we're, we're all praying for Vice President Pence because there's got to be an immense amount of pressure uh, on him. Is there anything that we can you can reveal to us there with him and where things are at and what he's thinking? Uh, no, I don't know what he's thinking. I was hoping that his counsel might agree to expedite our lawsuit um, on these very legal issues that we're discussing right now to make it clear that he has that authority and get that all wrapped up so that there no, there's no doubt about it on the 6th. But they've asked uh, for longer to brief it, and right now we have a motion to expedite the briefing schedule pending in front of the judge in Texas that has the case. I think everybody needs to pray that Vice President Pence has the strength and wisdom and courage because I don't see how any good Christian could certify a fraudulent election. And there is so much evidence of fraud, we haven't even begun to compile all of it. It's 
absolutely massive. We get more every day. I'm still drinking information through a fire hose that supports nothing but an extraordinary criminal fraud to destroy the Republic of the United States of America. It's not about President Trump. It's about the future of this republic if we can keep it. And we're on the verge of absolutely losing it right now. So, and you know, to the average American sitting at home watching tonight, I mean, they're sitting there going, how much more corruption can there be? It seems like everywhere we turn, it's like, oh my gosh, he's a, is he a good guy? I thought he was a good guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, what do you what do you say? To, I mean, I know we're we're praying and we're praying for you, uh, Sydney. We're going to pray before you hang up tonight uh, for you on the phone here. But uh, what is the level of corruption in our government really to this degree that we're seeing? I'm afraid it is the real to steal votes and make it appear that people have engaged in free and fair elections has been around for at least a decade. I'm sure it was used in 2016 uh, to some extent. It's been used in particular elections in particular places. It's been used all around the world in other countries. I would be willing to venture a strong guess that the CIA is probably the originator of the software to begin with, and then it was sold to Venezuela and exported everywhere. And they wanted to export it and use it to control who is in power in different places. We have trillions of dollars of global wealth and, and power and corrupt power raging against us right now to the, an extent we can hardly comprehend. This is the classic battle of good versus evil, freedom versus tyranny. Mm-hmm. And they've been lining their bank accounts with billions and billions and trillions actually of dollars from all these global deals they've made and the foreign aid that's been sent from the United States to other countries and it, it, all of it's gone to line the pockets of dictators and everyone else. It's it's hard to wrap your head around the magnitude of this problem, but that is the reality we're facing and I will not deny that. The only way to solve a problem is to correctly identify it. This is massive. We've got to start here. The fact that our FBI and DOJ have done nothing about this tells you how deep and wide the problem is. They have even had reports of some of these instances that we're talking about. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of fake ballots and tens of thousands of illegal uh, people voting and duplicate votes, dead people voting, you know, all manner and means of fraud pervaded this election, but the most insidious and egregious of it is the machine fraud and the, the mail-in ballot scam that they used to create fake ballots and then try to backfill in the states that stopped counting the night of the election so that they could try to create the illusion that Biden won when they know damn well he didn't. Right. Uh, let me take it over to Lance Wall now. Lance, uh, you got a final question here for uh, uh, Attorney Powell. Yeah, I, do. I just want to say the person you were listening to before you spoke was Mario Morello. And uh, he was looking for a patent to arise. But I, I would say that you advising every church to open and everyone to take the deck mask off and show up at the homes of state legislators, I'd say you're rather patent esque. Do you feel support coming from people that are hearing you 
uh, because that you're about the boldest, clearest, most courageous voice I know of. You're like a Deborah in Israel. Do you feel that support out there? I, I do. I do. God did not give me a spirit of fear. I simply don't have it. I'm not going to have it. <laughs> and no matter how many people threaten me or file suits against me or file bar grievances against me, which has all happened in the last several weeks, it is not going to make any difference. I am going to forge ahead. I am determined to find the truth. We know it's out there. Truth is the armor of God. We are entitled to it. We are entitled to be the free country that God wanted us and created us to be and we cannot continue to allow this tyranny to have another day hold on us and i think opening the churches and everybody simply going this sunday would make a massive statement to the evil powers that seek to take over this country amen well pastors you heard it you heard it right there all right uh, we're gonna let you go here uh attorney powell but i wanted to say on behalf of kenneth copeland and Gloria Copeland, Pastor George, and Terry Pearsons, all of us here at the Victory Channel, we're praying for you. We're going to pray for you right now. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just lift up Sydney Powell and her team and all that she's dealing with. Father, we give ask you for strength. We ask you for a refreshing in her body and her mind. And thank you, Lord, for her resolve and her uh, her her attitude and her prowess and her her ability to take this where it needs to go. Father, we put our faith behind her. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Attorney Powell, thank you so much for joining us. Hope we can have you back real soon. I know we've all enjoyed it having you here. I know your busy lady will let you go. Thank you so much, and thank you for all the prayers. General Flynn and I felt uplifted by all of them the whole time we dealt with his ordeal, and we feel it now, too. We yes. have to take this country back for for God and put God back in this country Amen. where he belongs. That's right. Well, you've been very encouraging to us. Thank you very much. Thank God you all. Good night. Yeah, bless you. Thank you. Okay, so there you hear Sidney Powell, uh, right here on the Victory Channel. Uh, encouraging. All hope is not lost, Lance. Uh, you know, you can put a smile on your face. It's not gone. We, there's still a path, a path to freedom. I, I wasn't aware that I was the depressing element. <laughs> Thank you. I'm encouraged. You're pointing out the encouraged. She, she is. I was thinking the same thing, Lance. She is. She's got the spirit of a warrior like Patton and Eisenhower. She is a Deborah. She's like Jael, the lady who left the enemy in the tent. And as he fell asleep from weariness, she drove a tent peg through him and destroyed the enemy and delivered Israel. So, God, we just continue praying for her. We pray that same courage over Pence. We thank you for trump that you've given that and so god everyone listening to us let them stay in an attitude of prayer to encourage more courage from pastors from judges and from politicians you know I, she efficiently called out all the pastors in america you, you she called you out uh, open the church yeah oh that was Hold great all right well we're going to pick this up right after the break and we're going to put all those websites back up that she talked about we'll get all those up so you can uh, write those down and see it on social media. Hey, make sure you share this uh, this broadcast on your social media. Uh, go to our website. Make sure you take part of all the stuff that we have to offer you. And we'll be right back after this break.
Join us at Eagle Mountain International Church Sunday, January 3rd as we welcome special guest Terry Savelle Foy at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Central Time. We serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and God is saying it's time for you to supersize your thinking. Come expand your faith with an encouraging message from Terry Savelle Foy right here on the grounds of Kenneth Copeland Ministries at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Central Time. Glory to God. That's where the glory is going to fall next year. It's in the local churches that are preaching and teaching and healing and going strong with the word of faith and glorifying God. Hallelujah. Set your faith for victory in 2021 with a powerful word from Kenneth Copeland. Watch live or join us in person here on the property of Eagle Mountain International Church. Children's and youth services will be in full swing. It all starts at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central, New Year's Eve. Flashpoint for the second half. Listen, I, I hope you were encouraged like we were encouraged to hear Sidney Powell say that. Wasn't that good? I know you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, Mario was ready to go out on the road with her. Um, so listen, I want to play this clip uh, that happened not too long ago with a representative from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Listen to what she had to say. This will encourage you. Just finished with our meetings here at the White House this afternoon. We had a great planning session for our January 6th objection. We aren't going to let this election be stolen by Joe Biden and the Democrats. President Trump won by a landslide. Call your House reps. Call your senators from your states. We've got to make sure they're on board and we already have a lot of people engaged. Okay, stay tuned. There you go. Stay tuned. Listen, I, there's, there's been a shift in this program, not that we were utterly depressed when we started. I know I pick on Lance, but he wasn't depressed. But listen, there's a shift. You should be encouraged. This thing can still turn around. Don't give up hope. Keep the faith. I can hear Brother Copeland behind me going, have faith in God. That's what exactly what yes. you need to do. We're going to have faith in God. All right. John, I want to ask you, uh, you know, when you heard Sydney and also Repres Representative Green there, there there's this is the part we don't ever see. This is what's so hard for those of us uh, conservative believers that we're, we're looking for anything for hope. And because of the mainstream media, we're just not getting any hope out there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the phrase to me is put your hope in God. It. It's helpful when we see some evidence, but faith by definition is having belief that God's going to do something even when we can't see it. So I think what is incredible about your program, Lance and Mario, encouraging people really is, is that so many people don't have any good news. And so David happen. fed himself on God's faithfulness. And when they see little things like this, it encourages faith, I think. So... Um, we all need it. We all need to encourage ourselves. It's the Galatians 6 thing. It's the Hebrews 12. Your weak hands and your feeble knees strengthen them. David, Psalm, uh, 1 Samuel 36, he strengthened himself in the Lord. So I would encourage everybody listening to us, encourage yourself in the Lord, encourage other people, and do not give up. It is not, it is not over. God specializes in miracles, and he specializes in making us wait till the last minute. Yeah, that's right. All right, Lance, I know you got something to say. And in fact, if you, you guys need to follow Lance, there's that Lance wall now. Because if you're up at 2 a.m., 
you know, you never know if you might tune in and see Lance talking about Twitter tweets from Trump at 2 a.m. So, uh, Lance. That's exactly right. <laughs> tell me, tell me, uh, what do you think? Where are we at? This Twitter thing is so annoying. Four tweets from the president, and they, and Twitter decided they weren't going to put them out. They're censoring the president of the United States, oh people. I mean, think about how crazy the Jewish people have a term, Meshuggah. This is how Meshuggah these people are. This, these Silicon Valley oh oligarchs, God. the politicians, the big, the big multi-billionaire Wall Street cats, oh uh, they are God. against the working class faith people of America. It's just we never saw it clearly. And then when we voted, we expected Republicans to represent us. We're never finding out that they want the vote, but they don't want to represent us. This is going to lead to a cleansing, almost like a deliverance of that spirit of control in America. You watch. There's going to be a backlash. But I just got a quick word. We're heading into that New Year time. You know, in a New Year time, what prophets do? The prophets are all kind of fielding and sensing what is coming in the future. And I've been talking to them lately, Gene, and here's something which I concur with, what we're hearing. We're back at that thing we've talked on in this program, Numbers 13, we got Joshua and Caleb saying America shall be saved and God's going to bring a great deliverance. We got the 10 spies that are saying, oh, no, no, it's not possible. You know what bothers me? What if the future of America is in the hands of the church and the church doesn't have sufficient unity, confidence, courage, or agreement to match what Louis Gomer and Sidney Powell and, uh, and Mike Flynn are putting out there? Come on, man. So I'm saying that right now we've got to take a look at this is going to be the year of God judging, God separating, and God empowering the remnants. When Brother Copeland talked about those local churches, well, let's see. Sidney's uh, attorney Powell says, open up this Sunday. It'll be the pastors in the churches that are willing to step by faith into the courage that is called for that are going to cross over into the promised land spiritually regardless of of what happens uh, in Washington. And I believe we're right now in that chapter 13 moment. I see the promised land and I'll tell you what, God's going to separate the people that believe and see it from those that don't because two went in to that land and ten didn't get there because God was watching how they responded to the moment. Yeah, I agree. Man, that's good. That's a good word. You ought to preach sometime. That's great. Uh, listen, I want to. I want to. Let's play this clip. We're running out of time. I want to play this uh, quick clip from uh, Representative Green about a tweet. Watch. It's the tweet. Okay, let me see it. All right, there it is. I thought it was a video. It's not. All right, there it is. So she writes. Real Donald Trump deserves his day in court, and we're definitely going to give him his day in Congress. We have a rapidly growing up House members. January 6th challenge is on, and there you go. Hashtag fight for Trump. Call your rep. Call your senators. You've got the information right there you need to do. Pray and petition them to decertify. Decertify, decertify, decertify. All right, uh, let's move on here. I want to... Uh, uh, we're going to skip down here, guys. Let's, I want Something came out uh, during the last week when we weren't able to be on the air because of the holiday. And uh, it was the uh, about, uh, this is clip number six, gentlemen, the Ukraine-Joe Biden connection. Now, you got to read. This is all in Ukrainian, so you need to, to read, the, uh, read the, the, the captions here, and we'll be right back. Watch. Good morning, Сегодняшняя пресс-конференция посвящена новым фактам разоблачения международной коррупции и внешнего управления Украины. 
Именно из-за утечки информации о сегодняшней пресс-конференции, именно на прошлой неделе было объявлено о наложении на меня санкций политиками из Министерства финансов США по подаче сенаторов из Демократической партии. Что сегодня будет обнародовано? Первое. Доказательства вывода через финансовые ямы миллионов долларов, украденных украинского народа, отмытых с помощью банков и моек в различных юрисдикциях и последующими перечислениями их на счета компании семьи Байдена. Новые записи разговоров пятого президента Украины Петра Порошенко и экс-вице-президента США Джо Байдена, свидетельствующие о внешнем управлении. Также мы обнародуем колоссальные коррупционные оборудки на закупках угля и газа, из-за которых украинцы платят на треть выше коммунальные тарифы. В этих оборудках участвовали на тот момент высшие должностные лица Украины и США. He says they really didn't want us to publish what we're going to release today. What will be disclosed? Evidence of withdrawal through financial holes of millions of dollars stolen from the Ukrainian people, laundered with the help of banks and laundromats in various jurisdictions, blah, 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 all transferring to the accounts of the company belonging to the Biden family. Uh, all right, John, you want to speak to that? I mean, now we've got the Ukrainians speaking the truth. Uh, yeah. more than our own media. So uh, what do we make of that? There was a poll that came out after the election when people found out that the mass media hid purposely the Hunter Biden story that 14% of the people who voted for Joe Biden would not have voted for it. This is just further evidence. There's not just fraud. We can talk about lawsuits all day long, but the fraud is very simple, very clean, and very clear. When people in Pennsylvania, hundreds of thousands, are accepting votes way after the election, it violates the state law, which violates the Constitution. This is not complicated. This Ukrainian Hunter's laptop and all the other stuff that was hidden is just part of the underlying fraud. If I were to stop you at an election and threaten you, that would literally be interfering. That would be fraudulent, be stopping an election. When the media is withholding evidence that changes the minds of the people who are voting, they're interfering with elections. Sooner or later, it should be dealt with. We just heard from Sidney Powell. She's a street fighter. We have a president who's a street fighter. Mario is a street preacher. He knows there's a different tactic that you use when you go to these kind of things. That's what we need right now is street fighters in those pulpits, street preachers that will speak the truth even when it's unpopular. Yeah, that's right. I'm just speaking in plain. Yeah, you are. And Mario, I think he's, he's talking your language right there. In fact, yeah. I think you were right. You nailed it when they're patent-esque with uh, Sidney Powell. She really is coming after it. You know, I, I feel like we've got something backwards in the Christian movement in America that we want God to comfort us right now. This isn't a moment to be comforted. That's folks. right. This that's is not a word. moment for you to be emotionally sad to hope that everything comes out. This is God trying to put a fight in you, to put a fire in you, according to Nehemiah 4.14, where he told the people, he said, listen, don't listen to your enemies, don't listen to their threats, but fight for your family and remember the Lord God who is awesome. And I know it's an uncomfortable message, folks. I know it is. 
But I want to tell you, people told me the way you're preaching right now, Mario, it's so straight. Nobody's going to get saved because they're going to think you're a, poli a political activist. We've got more drug addicts and gangsters getting saved now than we've ever seen because they intuitively understand when someone is telling the truth. And I'm telling you right now the truth. We flip this. We don't need Ovaltine. We don't need consolation. We need the pilot light to be turned into flame and for everybody to activate and do their righteous duty right now. Yeah, Lance, uh, you agree with that? I mean, I, I like what Mario's saying. No, to totally. And, and it's time that the prophets and the prophetic actually got ahead of the curve here because we've been saying for a while that what Obama wants to do is remove Biden and get Harris. Harris couldn't get elected on her own. She was the Sorosian Biden, uh, Eric Holder, Axelrod pick. So she was made vice president and uh, because she could never get elected as president. So now they're going to remove Biden. Why were these stories all suppressed, by the way? Why was it you couldn't hear this in any media and suddenly there's an agreement that it's going to come out? That guy looks so suspicious to me. I mean, he's telling the truth. He could have told it during uh, President Trump's impeachment uh, situation. The FBI could have revealed the laptop during the impeachment. I'd say it's time we got some Elisha anointing and started eavesdropping on what the CIA and the corrupt government is doing to plant stories in media to manipulate people so that oh let's go get our you know what they want to do they want to give joe biden's scalp to all the angry people over the election fraud and put in a smiling new female face that everybody can gloat over it's not going to work that way i think the prophetic's getting smart and god's people aren't going to be taken advantage of yeah i agree i think you're absolutely right that is the ultimate goal you know john what we're seeing here as people are pushing more into what this election has turned into you know I, I have graphics and we can go over those on another program uh, i think we've there's been so much data and we're being deluged with uh, you know wild conspiracy theories to oh it's done or oh it's not or trump's in hawaii somewhere you know there's crazy stuff out there um it, but this really is we really can see something turn around can't we I, I still believe it. I really do. I know it looks like a long shot in the natural from a legal standpoint, but remember what Trump said in his very first debate. I'm fighting a two-war front. Jesus fought a two-war front. He fought demonic oppression, which I think is the whole fraudulent thing, but then there is a second front against those who don't want to lose power. That's right. They don't have the political courage to do the right thing, and he is. And so what we need to pray from Pence all the way down, Trump has it. Sydney has it. There are people that have it. We need to pray that all the way down, especially in the United States Senate, the House, state legislatures, especially in these six or seven swing states, that they have courage to do the right thing and to fight both fraud and evil, but also the Pharisee spirit of people who want to maintain power, and they're just worried about the next election. They're the ones that need pressure from the people, like Mario said. Yeah, and I agree with that. And this is a time, like Mario said, for us to push in. Uh, you know, suck it up and stop being a, a baby Christian. You know, it's time for the believers to rise up and act like they got the, the power. You know, we got the big guy on our team. time for peace and time for war. That's, That's right. right. And you know, when, when you're in grade school and uh, you're playing basketball, you want to get picked. You pick the tall guys first. Uh, and that's that's the way it was in grade school or, or playing on the asphalt 
jungle there. And so we've got the biggest teammate. We've got the guy who's winning and is going to win. And uh, listen, we've got to keep praying for President Trump. We've got to pray for those in the White House. Listen, and you, you, you correctly said it. He's fighting a war within his own house at the White House. Uh, and we pray for him and Melania. In fact, Mario, I think you should do that if you would, sir. Let's pray for President Trump, Vice President Pence, Melania, and all those that are dealing with what they're dealing with right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the boldness of a lion to come on Mike Pence. I pray, oh God, because I know his background and I know his story, that he's going to do the right thing. And I pray, oh God, that he will not consider even his own safety, but he will consider the, the nation. Lord, I pray for President Trump that he will not allow his fear of it being self-serving for him to declare this election and in interference that should, by executive order, be interrupted. If he needs to do what Jefferson did, help him, oh God, to do it. And disregard anyone around him that would give him inferior or human advice. And I pray, oh God, for our audience tonight. Lord, when I preach, sometime I'll tell the lost. I'll say, you want God to prove to you that he's real. But God is standing there saying, I want you to prove to me that you're real. That you really want to be delivered and saved. And I believe that right now, God, the word of God says that God looked for someone to stand in the gap. And he was amazed that no one would do it. And right now, God is searching the hearts of every individual who's watching to see if there is a remnant that will rise up and discard the compromise and the fear and become the force that God has birthed them to become in this hour. We will never see an opportunity like this again in our life. Help us, oh God, to seize it in the name above every name, the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. We agree with that. Uh, all right, I want to put up these uh, websites before we go. Those of you watching on social media, uh, they looks like they've got them there for you to see. Uh, DefendingTheRepublic.org. DefendingTheRepublic.org. You can see uh, what's happening there and how to follow them. There's Krakenwood, Kraken-Wood.com. Uh, I think I'm going to go to that one just because of the name of it. I just want to go to... Uh, and I noticed, Mario, you didn't say... You know, release the Cracker Barrel. I was really proud of you. No, no, I, I was honoring Sydney tonight. Yeah. <laughs> good, yes. good behavior tonight. And, of course, SydneyPowell.com. Uh, you can go there and stay in touch. And keep her in your prayers. Listen, you gotta, you got to pray and keep that up. And, uh, as again, we're going to play this clip again uh, about what's coming up uh, January 6th in our nation's capital. Listen, if you haven't made your reservations, make your reservations, get your flights, drive in be there. You want to be there January 6th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Your president has asked you to join him there for the wild protest. Wildprotest.com. We're going to play this video. We'll be right back.
That's right. Stop the steal, and we agree with that. The steal is stopped in Jesus' name. All right, before we comment in our last round here, I want to play an encouraging clip from Brother Copeland uh, and watch this. I'm talking about the victory. Watch. Take no thought concerning losing. Cast that thought down. Don't take it by saying it. Let it die. Let that, that thought die unborn. And keep victory in your mouth. For this is the victory that overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh COVID-19. This is the victory that overcometh the attempt to steal this election. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Amen, amen. Even our faith. First John 5, 4. You're going to hear that a lot around here. First John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. All right, gentlemen, we got three minutes. Uh, okay, Mario, I'll let you go first. Uh, I'll let you first well, up. Final thoughts. Well, one thing I want to tell you is that Lance Wall now is a gift to the body of Christ that is incredibly important in this hour. Because God has used him to cross over into other arenas to speak. And I felt in this moment that I needed to just say this, that God's hand of protection and promotion is on this man. Amen. And that he has a special ability to decode what's going on right now. Now, I'm a soul winner, and I want to win souls. And be honest with you, I'm only here because I, I want to get back to winning souls. And the only way I can do it is in a free country. That's so right. that's why I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to make it clear that my visit in these shows is all about one thing, that I believe that God has put together in this Flashpoint program a unique voice in America and that there is a unique voice in in. Uh, Lance Wall now, and I'm not trying to just flatter the man. I'm praying for him because he's on the front line. I'm glad for everyone that's with us tonight. It's an honor to be with every one of you. But I believe that we have to we have to take inventory of the opportunity that we are standing in right now. It's once in a lifetime. Yeah, amen. I actually agree with that, Lance. You don't have to say anything. I actually agree with that. Okay, John Graves, go ahead. <laughs> I, to me, it's a it's decertify. Pray for Pence to have the courage, like Lance talked about with Caleb and Joshua. Remember when he went back? I was reading through the Bible, and I got to the twelfth chapter where he defeated thirty one different kings and listed every single one of them. And when he went back, he didn't have ten weak spies. And I love how Sydney said it. I, I'm I'm not denying the truth. Here's the truth. Caleb and Joshua didn't come back and say, we're denying the truth. They just said, God's bigger. They, yeah, there's giants in the land. We can do that. So so to me, the encouragement to the body of Christ is faith can still move this. Don't stop praying. If God spoke to you, keep speaking it. Yeah, amen. All right, Lance. Yeah, I'm wondering, do you have me going last? Because last time when I went first, I talked too long. Remember <laughs> I'm trying to find that sweet spot. I'm trying to find that sweet spot. I know what you're up to. I know what you're up to. The best for the end, Lance. The best for the end. Well, here's the verse when when Caleb and Joshua were trying to persuade their their generation. Remember what they said. They said, if the Lord delights in us, he's going to bring us into the land. He'll give it to us. Only don't rebel against the Lord, neither fear the people of the land, because they're bred for us. 
I would love to hear at some point, and not on this broadcast, but in the future, what you guys think about that statement, they're bread for us. It literally means that what you overcome nourishes you. And God's calling us to grow in the battle, not run from it. Amen. Good. Good. All right. So there, there you've got it. To rise up, church, believers, pastors, open your church, go to church this Sunday, pray for the president, pray for Vice President Pence. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, for allowing this program to be here. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me, and, of course, Attorney Sidney Powell. So much more coming up. You don't want to miss this Thursday, New Year's Eve, right here on the Victory Channel. We'll see you then. Okay, what I take away from that is um, what Sidney Powell said, that she's never had any fear. She's the right person for the job. I, I mean, I think about what it is that she's doing, and she, she has a target on her, but she has no fear. I think that's fabulous that she says that. So I hope you enjoyed that.